Greetings, investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our campaign was written by our very own Morgan Llewellyn and is entitled Apotheosis. Morgan is also going to be our game master, and this is episode one. I can't wait to see what he's got in store for us. But first, let's introduce our cast of characters. Uh, first up, we have from Golden Goblin Press, Oscar Rios, who just finished producing the Cthulhu Invictus for 7th edition. It's awesome. Darren? I mean, uh, Oscar? Uh, hi, this is Oscar Rios from Golden Goblin Press. Tonight I will be playing Tristan Roger. He is a watercolor painter, uh, although he likes to fancy himself a playwright, but he's a playwright that can't sell any of his plays. Cool. Uh, David? You're muted. <laughs> I am Jean-Francois Donchet of Paris uh, and uh, the protectorate of Laos, which I have visited to paint exotic landscapes and uh, cultures uh, many times over the years. Uh, I'm looking forward to our uh, summer away from the city. Darren? My name is uh, Sebastian Devereaux. I'm 24 and I am an oil painter. I was born in Lyon and I now reside in Marseille. And uh, I will be playing Gaspar de Martin. I am a sculptor. I don't paint, although I do draw occasionally. So, without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. Morgan? All right, thanks, Tom. It's been a long winter. Between 1923 and 1924, artists all across Europe have been complaining of a poor creative drive. There seems to be a massive epidemic of, of creative block. Even persisting into the spring of 1924, many have still struggled. For all of you have received a letter from a good friend of yours, Renee, who has recently, due to the death of his grand, grand, uh, great uncle, has inherited a large estate, which includes a large manor house. And he has invited all of you to spend the summer with him. He reported that after living there for a week, he managed to move past this creative block and he feels like refreshed and free. And so all of you have come through various means to arrive at his estate which lies 30 miles to the northeast of Verdun. And as you arrive, it's, it's slightly raining in the afternoon and you find yourself in the, in the courtyard of a, la of a rather large manor house. They never stated how big it, big it was, but it, it stands, stands two stories tall with a, with a massive kind of tower as the front, front door and it kind of fans out behind it. And even despite the, despite the light rain, there are a few servants working out in some garden beds out front. Well, uh, As, it, it is a good enough looking place. We'll have to see what it's like on the inside. Oh, it's not subtle, is it? No, apparently somebody had a little too much money to spend. Oh. 
to have those problems. Well, I hope there's a place where I can do my sculpting because uh, I imagine you all spend your time out in these gardens uh, painting. You can't find space to sculpt here. I don't think it exists. Space, this place has an abundance. I just wonder how Rene came across such a property. I don't know. He says his, uh, his artistic block was uh, relieved by being here. Let's find out. Let's go inside and see what's up. All right, so as you, as you go up, I'm gonna knock on the door. You're quickly greeted by my rather tall man. I'm dressed sharply as a suit who introduces himself as Roger Bollet. I'm the butler for, for Rene is how he introduces himself. And, and he says, come inside. He's been expecting you. I can't tell you how excited he's been. Right this way. And as he steps aside, you find it, you discover a massive entryway with a double grand staircase leading up to the second floor. Jesus. The floor is primarily in marble and stone. And it leads off into several other rooms and he kind of gestures you to this kind of sitting area off to the right. Okay. Um, you know, I will see if there's anyone to take my hat, coat, and umbrella since it's been raining and then I'll yes. step into the room. I think you just throw them on the floor and they pick them up later. <laughs> In a house like this, there should probably be 10 times as many servants. And so he takes, um, Roger takes all of your, your coats and your jackets. And as you, and you'll sit down, there's a nice fire going. These Take off the damp. At least I'll have some uh, material to work with if I need it on the floor. <laughs> And you're coming in from one of the, the rooms that connects to the sitting room, walks, walks Renee. How's he looking? Bonsoir, Mouses. No, oh, my friends. And, and he looks tired. I'll rise and greet him warmly. <laughs> with a ah, kiss. Tristan, it's been too long, my friend. I'll give him a kiss on both cheeks and says, well, we're happy to be here. Um, we'll have to catch up on so many lost days. You're looking... As if you've been busy, my friend. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yes, I cannot stop. It's... I feel so nice. You, you inherited all of this? Uh, yes, yes. My, my great uncle, Jacques, he, he passed away back in January. Um, sudden heart attack, but his wife had already passed. And, and with my father gone, I'm the oldest may also left in the family, and I inherited all of his estate. I'm sorry for your loss, but congratulate, congratulate you on your windfall. No, I thank you. Uh, how extensive are the grounds? Oh, the grounds, oh, they, they extend for well, at least 20 acres. Uh, so Gaspari will have plenty of home. And it's just you living here and the servants? And us, apparently. Oh, no, no. I, no, it's been too long. I haven't told you. I, I live here with my Anne-Marie. Ah, oh, you have an Anne-Marie. Yes, yes, yes. I, I met her in January when I came to 
to inspect the property I had recently inherited. She is one of the gardeners. Oh, I have had trouble with my mother about uh, girls who are not eligible for marriage. Oh yes, your, your mother is, can be quite troublesome. She is a hard woman. Did this Anne-Marie work for your uncle, you said? Yes. She knew him quite well. He's very sad to see him go. But now she has you. Yes. Yes. Uh, how, ser how serious is your relationship with her? Are you uh, going to marry her? Are you married? Now these, I, no, I will stop Gaspar. I said, Gaspar, you're being far too forward. These are the kind of questions best asked over a brandy. Ah, uh, you're all friends here, of course. Where's Not the just, brandy? <laughs> Not yes. Yes, I knew you would ask, and he goes over and he pulls open some drawers and- I did not ask. I only stated that such conversation would be better over a drink. And he pulls uh, out, he pulls out a couple bottles of brandy. Well, since now we are drinking, <laughs> I will pour myself one and immediately remove myself from the conversation to just sit and stare into the fire. But I will listen intently. And so yes. you said she was your Anne-Marie. How much is she yours? Well, she has a ring on her finger now. Congratulations. Our wedding is, is set to be the last day in August, which you are all, all invited to on the last day of your stay here. Quick, get out while you still can. <laughs> oh, Gaspar, it's fine, it's fine. Being married is not that bad. My Monique is quite kind to me. Yes, thank and you, Sebastian. And how many years has this Anne-Marie? She is 22. 22. Mon Dieu. Well, congratulations on your upcoming nuptials, my friend. Oh, how old you. is Renee? Renee is 26. Oh, okay. Totally reasonable. I, 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 will, I will rejoin the conversation briefly, and I'll say and, and a toast to our host. Ah. It is said that a man is incomplete until he is married. And once he is married, the poor bastard is finished. Ah. Thank you. Ah, well, your house is to bring formal wear. Is this going to be a garden party wedding? Um, yes. Very splendid. But don't worry, if you did not bring the proper attire, we can definitely obtain that for you. I seem to have Several plenty. Months. Oh, and yeah, these are not, this is not until August. We have plenty of time. Mm -hmm. Yes. It is only June, but I cannot wait. And so you are lucky in love and you are lucky in your work. Tell us about this new work you are doing now. Oui. Oh, please, please, fo follow me. And he kind of stands up and starts walking out of the sitting room. May we bring these beverages? Oh, of course, of course. You will not hurt the marble floor. I will finish my brandy and leave my cup here. And he takes you out into what appeared to be at one point a large dining room, but everything has been, been cleared out and there are just canvases, just blank canvases just stockpiled and and easels and, and paint and turpentine, everything that an artist dreams of. And there's just across the wall along the outside of the estate is just a row of windows. 
and he has a, a rather large canvas and he's been painting the landscape and outside that he sees out the window. Is, uh, is Rene uh, a realist painter or is he working on impressionism? Or? He's realist. Huh? He's like so. a photograph. <laughs> oh, I thank you. You're, you're so kind. People just seem to not be so interested in paintings anymore now that photography is around. Well, perhaps that is why many artists are moving towards a more impressionist style. They want to, uh, they want to do something that art has not done before. I can't help myself but to be a little bit of the experimental. But your technique is beautiful. Yes, why yeah. thank you. His brush strokes are very solid. Question for the keeper. Yeah. Does his work look like it is, it's improved since he's been here? Uh, it, just because he's prolific, is he, is he growing as an artist? Is this good for him or better than his usual? Um, it seems to be better, but you want to make a painting roll for me real fast? Sure thing. That's going to be close. I may not have made it. Uh, I shouldn't have had that second, that second Brandy. I failed. All right. And I don't want to push or burn luck at this early stage in the game. Yeah, no, that's, that's fine. So yeah, it's, it, it's better than what he was painting last year. So despite his, his block, he has improved. All right. That's good. And I will let him know that. No, so I thank you. And we have all been feeling thwarted or blocked right yes. recently. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Well, this country uh, it uh, has done wonders for you. I hope it shall do the same for us. Yes, I don't. I can't imagine that it wouldn't. I have a number of sketches from my last travels that I have been able to do nothing at all with. Yes. Well, hopefully we can we can fix that for you. But don't worry, Tristan. I've we have plenty of watercolors and and Gaspard. We'll have to show you to the sculpting room that I have had the servant set up for you. Do I have a sculpting right. room? Excellent. And he just keeps, keeps walking as he mentions the sculpting room. Just starts walking down another hallway. It is like we are at Versailles. No, oh, you, you are too kind. You are too kind. How, old, uh, how long has the house been in your family? Oh, at least 100 years, I would say. And it's been in the family. There used to be great... Great vineyards, in fact, here. They used to grow a lot of wine, but the, the bugs wiped them all out. Ah, uh, the insects. Did your uh, Uncle Jacques, uh, was, did he have a career of his own, or was he just managing his estates? Um, he, he did shipping. Huh? He managed a shipping company. Uh -huh. It's still in operation. I've, in, I've inherited that, too, but... And you, Rene, do you have a head for figures that are not from Anne-Marie? No. <laughs> do you have, then have a man you can trust? Yes, yes, his, his business partners have been, have been great help. That is good. I've seen many family fortunes squandered away. Yes, well, I, I am a man of little tastes. I don't imagine myself squandering it away too fast. 
Well, living in a, pla a place such as this can change your tastes considerably Ooh. as time goes by. I'm sorry, yes. what time of day is it? It is the evening. Okay. Like late afternoon, early evening, around like five, six o'clock. Pre-dinner? Pre-dinner. And he, and he walks into kind of, so across this, this hall, so he leads you kind of across the manor house to an, kind of an, an identical room, like on the other side of the manor. But instead of all the paint, there is all this clay and modeling wax and chisels. And, ah. and uh, I assume that the first room, the wall of windows was to the south? Yeah. There's the southern exposure. And so this room will have northern exposure. Yeah. For chili Gaspar. Well, I don't need sunshine or any of that stuff. I just create. And then you guys entered in on the west side of the house. Uh, well, perhaps uh, you will allow us to um, freshen up. Before. Oh yes, of, of course, freshen up, freshen up for dinner. Let me show you to to your rooms. Wonderful. Have a, have our luggage been taken up? As it should have been. If not, I'll have to have a talk with the servants. Oh, no need, no need. I'm used to carrying my own bags. Oh, but you are my guest. And you are my friend, so you don't have to worry about that here. You are very generous. And so he takes you back around to that front grand staircase and leads you up the stairs. And he's like, would you like the north or the, or the southern wing? Well, I assume they've put our uh, packages into our rooms already. So. Wherever, you've played, wherever the servants have placed this, I'm sure is fine. If there is a problem, we can move later. Um, I, if I'm too close to people and my typing disturbs someone, I may uh, ask for a room further afield. Okay. Uh, I'll be uh, working on my latest play and it's a uh, corresponding illustrations. Yes, yeah, so well, I'm very excited to read it. You'll be the first then. <laughs> Not so the I... first to read it, just the first to be excited to do so, my friend. Uh, uh, well, I, I had the servants put your stuff in the, in the southern rooms, but... I'm sure that'll be fine. Mm -hmm. I think I can sleep in the coal cellar in this house, most happily. Especially if it's a wine cellar. <laughs> oh, the wine cellar. Yes, we will definitely have to have to show. But after dinner, after dinner, there, there is time. Oh, I'm did not you, in a rush. Did you inherit the chef from Jacques? Uh, yes. So we will proper country cuisine. Yes, and so he, he takes you down the hallway and... And your rooms can be best described as, as what you consider quite lavish. They are, feel like they could fit a whole house in them. Uh, and there's one for each of you. This will do very nicely. I shall sleep like a babe. Well, I will leave you, leave you to it. We should be able to start dinner and in half an hour, I believe. I'll go check on that. Oui. Thank you. Merci, mon ami. Boy, I have no idea about the uh, bathing accoutrements of mid-twenties rural France. 
They have bidets. All right. They invent them. <laughs> They're good on bathing. They should be great on bathing, actually. I will unpack. I will set up my portable typewriter. Um, try and get a spot where the early morning light will illuminate. And um, probably lay down for a quick 30-minute nap just to shut my eyes before dinner. I'll uh, clean up and put on my dinner suit. As will I. Yeah, sounds good to me. And all you do, we'll do that. And then as the as the half an hour passes, and you all go back back down, you, the kitchen is off the hallway that connects the two art rooms on the east east side of the house. And as you and as you enter, it's this. There's this large dining table with very very few place settings. Arranged and and you can smell food cooking from a mm. from the kitchen. Are we all are we all down on one end? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that we can talk and not awkwardly in the middle. Yeah, you're off to off to one side. I don't know. Maybe I'd like to sit all the way down there at the other end of the table. And I'm sure the servants would love that. I can yell at you from across the room, or not yell at me at all. <laughs> <laughs> Smells like we'll be getting quite fat, my friends. Well, I, I enjoy a good meal. You see how how well they're chef. We may be the only fat artists in Europe at this point. The way <laughs> things have been going, living seems, in there. seems no one has been finding the muse. And who knew? Who would have thought she was here the whole time? Why wouldn't she be? Look at this place. The muse lives here. Well, his uncle was a shipping person. I would think a house where the muse lived would have a, a long history of artists or musicians or what have you. Uh, sometimes the wealth comes first and the art comes later. Or the art stays with you and the wealth never comes. <laughs> sometimes. As Renee comes in and sometimes they come at the same time. <laughs> For those who are lucky and blessed. And love and as well. generous enough to share with his friends. So oh. we thank you for that. We're all very happy to be here. Yes, and I am happy that you are here as well. As I said, it's been far too long. This is a big house to be alone and even when in love. Yes, yes. I know it is. It does feel empty at times, even with all the servants and, and my Anne-Marie, you can get lost. I found. Still getting used to the place. And you see kind of, he stands up kind of suddenly as the, as a door leading from the dining room to the outside opens up and in steps this, this girl. Um, she's tall, she's lean, she's got shoulder length brown hair and she's in a, in a nice kind of dress. Immediately stand up. As do I. Of course. Yes, gentlemen, this is this is my Anne Marie. Enchanté. We are very charmed. It is a pleasure to meet you. Bonjour. I'm so happy that you've all come. Renee has talked so much about you. 
And she goes and... Good things, we hope. Yes, only the best. And he has lied to you. (laughs) He is no judge of character. Uh, You've surely uh, captured the heart of the best among us. There there are many nights out on the streets of Paris that you have not heard a thing about, my dear. And that is as it should be. And she goes, oh. Well, I I would like to hear of them someday. Uh, Perhaps over a drink, for we are all rascals and scoundrels. And Renee pulls a chair out for her and and sets her back in. We'll all sit then. And servants start bringing out bringing out food Mm. roast quail nice so then they bring forth and they also bring out wine wine and everything that you everything that you want you you can ask the servants for enjoy a good meal I won't overdo it on the food we'll probably overdo it on the wine but not to the point where my tongue will escape me. This is uh, very good wine. Is this from the vineyards that were here before? Yes. Well, the bugs didn't kill all the vines. Well, uh, what year is this? It, it is 1840. Oh, my God. It is still delicious. When uh, the bad, you know. When did the infestation destroy a family vineyard? Um, in the 18, 1860s. Um, I believe, if my memory serves me correct. Then this is a rare treasure. We should appreciate it. Yes, don't worry. There, there is plenty in the cellar. You'll have to see it. It's quite magnificent. I will enjoy this. Now raise my glass. Salute, mes amis. To a summer of art and pleasures. Yes, and to good friends. Generous Mm. hosts. And the lovely lasses who've captured their heart. Uh, And to art. And to art. Oh, yes. May she bless us. May the muse be generous and kind to us all. And Hephaestus. There is no muse for sculptors. Huh. Well, you know. Beat but your for you writers and you painters, of course there is. <laughs> so, what have you been getting up to since you've moved into a beautiful big house and painted some paintings and married or about to marry a beautiful woman? I don't know if he'd have time for much else. Yes, Tristan is exactly right. I, I barely know. Some parts I did receive in the manor with some disrepair, but that's all been, been corrected. So it seems my, my uncle in his later years let things slip a little around here, but... They're bringing it all back up to snuff, as they say. Yes. Fortunately, the, the builders are done for now. The noise will not disturb us. Well, this is a magnificent meal. It's delicious. Yes, I thank you. Perhaps uh, tomorrow you can give us a tour of the grounds. 
Oh, of course, and you must see the garden. Yes, we must see Mademoiselle Amarie's work. Uh, so, mad Madame, do I call yes. her Madame or Mademoiselle? Mademoiselle. Mademoiselle, uh, how long did you work for uh, uh, Monsieur Jacques? Other, yeah. Oh, from several years. Six, I believe. Ever since I was a girl. Uh, your family was also in the employ? Yes. Uh, and will your uh, family be celebrating with us at the end of August? Well, that's, that's a little bit complicated. They, they do not necessarily approve. They never took too kindly to Jacques. And... Uh, your family does not approve of you marrying a man who has a great deal. That is surprising. Is it? He's a painter after all. We, but he is now a painter with quite a substantial uh, portfolio. Painter and shipping magnate. Yes, well, it is not the money that they have a problem with. It is, it is the family. They do not take kindly to the Beaumont. It is not so strange. Sometimes those who have less resent those who have more. I thought that we had gotten rid of all that class nonsense with uh, the revolution a hundred and fifty years ago. Egalité is still on its way. Well, here's to the bohemian uh, truths that we all uphold. Yeah. And uh, let those who have and those who have not marry one another. Why not? <laughs> Uh, again, I will, if only you could speak to my mare about this. She's not of the Bohemia. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, it only means that I uh, can enjoy your good fortune all the more. But yes, yes. I, I believe, and he kind of starts, starts standing up. I will, Somebody uh, wanted to see the wine cellar. We, oui. absolutely. Lead on, my friend. And he kind Madame. of, uh, or And he goes and he kisses Anne Marie on the hand, and then starts to lead you back into the kitchen. I will pause. I will kind of drift behind so I can have a word with her after my companions leave. All right. So they all start walking forward. Oh, you have a lovely kitchen. <laughs> oh, I thank you. <laughs> and I'll say, well, we know Renee as well as any. Um, perhaps if you told me, confided in me, uh, the nature of what they find disagreeable, perhaps we can give you some tidbit of, you know, his, his lighter side, uh, some ammunition to take with you to defend your position in marrying him. And oh, he, is, he is a modest sort, but uh, we think the world of him. 
Oh, I thank you so much. I, I fear it's not anything to do with my dear René, but of Jacques. His uncle. Yes, he was always... He was a strange man, to put it, to put it gently. Very, very reserved. Didn't go out much. I'm very, very authoritative. But you worked for him. I mean, surely you knew, you know that the two are quite different sorts. Yes, I, I know that, but my family refuses to see it. Yet they allowed you to work under the, uh, under the man. Yes, well, they used to work under him, too. And they no longer? After he died, they left. And you stayed? And I stayed. I always asked them why they never left while he was alive, but they never told me. They never wanted to talk about it. And I will say, what also might ask, why did you stay after he was dead? Well, I was making final preparations to leave with them when, when Renee came. I'm going to roll my psychology and see if that's a legitimate answer. All right. Great idea, bad roll. <laughs> um, so you, you think back, you're like on some plays that you've written. And you think of one of your characters who who didn't want to say why they were why they were at a gathering. And she's reminding you of this character. So she's not telling She's being evasive. She's being evasive, yes. Yeah, I was kinda sensitive. You don't you don't exact you don't know why. But she's not, yeah, she's lying about something about her story, but you're not quite sure what it is. <sighs> I'm going to, I'm going to not to make too much of this. And uh, I will offer her my arm and say, are you coming to the cellar or should I run off with uh, the other boys? Oh, no, no, you, you, you go. I've seen the cellar plenty of times. And I hope we will get a chance to meet some of your sisters. Oh, yes, I'll have to to write them, have them come up for a visit. Lovely, thank you so much for your kindness and I'm sorry to pester, it's the writer's inquisitive mind always looking for stories and plots and connections. Yes, well I hope you can find them here. Trust that I will, thank you. And I shuffle off to rejoin the others. And so for the rest of you, he takes you to this to this large, this large door built in inside of the house, and starts leading you down this the staircase into. It's pretty pretty cold down there, the cellar, um, but it is expansive. It takes about the the area of that is between the two art rooms and that hallway, and it is just lined with racks of wine. My goodness. Mon Dieu. Yes, yes, and it and it just goes and goes and goes and he starts just walking. Oh, are there uh, any barrels? I, are there any barrels? Yeah. As well, yeah. Even without the company, you could make a tidy some small fortune off of this collection. 
We. Yes, yes, but I fear it would be difficult for me to part with it. Well, it's easier one bottle at a time. <laughs> Pray tell, Rene, what kind of infestation was this that destroyed such productive vines? Oh, they were bugs from America. Uh, they ravaged more vineyards than just ours. Anyone who still has vines growing have been grafted with American roots. Oh, this is some small tragedy. Yes, yes, indeed. Not so small. At least you are well stocked. You won't be running out of wine anytime soon. Although I will see what I can do about that. <laughs> yes, well, I'll do my. Uh, I'm glad you will all help me. Um, everybody make a spot hidden. Francois, you, even you cannot drink this much wine. He's my friend. He won't have to face that challenge anymore. <laughs> I haven't made a single oh. roll. <laughs> I, I rolled a 96. I don't even see the You're wine. <laughs> I got an 18. Oh, almost, good. Almost a hard success. All right, so, so as he's walking... Um, there's no electric lights down here, so he's carrying this this lantern as he's kind of showing you around. You pass just briefly against the wall, Sebastian. You notice something that looks like a door down here. Renee, my friend, have you have you seen this? Uh, what? Oh, this. And he kind of shines the light on it. And all of you can see there's this kind of um, what looks to be a doorway um, that looks um, it looks like a door, like any other, except it's made out of marble. I think your uh, ancestors had expensive tastes in doors, my friend. Is this no, I, a mausoleum, maybe, down here? I, I don't know what it is. I can't open it. Mm, it's not everyone would put a marble door except on a tomb. Maybe. Is there any inscription? Any name on it? Um, as you as you look, um, there appears to be a, a symbol etched into it. Perhaps this is where they keep the cognac. <laughs> um, and, and all you and all you see on, on the door, it looks to be kind of just um, collection of lines, but these kind of two. Almost like making it little, um, almost look, looks like an archway as these two lines kind of come off of it with this weird little pattern in the center. Hmm. So the, the uh, lines don't meet each other, but where they would at the top, there is an emblem? Yes. And does it look, uh, you know, does it look Arabic? Does it look Roman? Does it, is okay. it geometric? It looks, it just looks like a collection of lines kind of um, mm. all pointing downwards. Just a floor, like, a decoration. I, like rays on a compass, perhaps? I roll a cult to see if I could identify any of these figures, but since I am Tristan, I have failed that roll. <laughs> no. Yeah, you, you think back at everything that, you, that you've read and you can't discern anything of what it would be. Well, my uh, limited but none, uh, uh, but somewhat extent anthropology experience be of any help? 
Um, no. Should I be lucky? No. I've I've lost interest and I've moved on down down <laughs> looking at all the. So the you say you models. you cannot open it. Have you not tried to do a crowbar or is there no is it seam? Oh, I have not thought to try a crowbar. Let's not damage this beautiful thing. I'm sure. Perhaps some of the workmen might know of a key about. Gaspar, what do you think of the workmanship on this piece of rock? I think it is a very convenient way to hide the bodies that Jacques uh, has been hiding all of these years down here. Well, more like his... Uh, his mistresses. René, you said your there... house has been in the family for more than a hundred years. How old is the house? Um... Well, the house is, is older than that. It's, the house dates about one, 150. Uh, it's not so ancient that all have forgotten. No. Is, is there anything on it to indicate that it is a door? Is there a doorknob? Is there a keyhole? Yes, there, there, there's a doorknob and a keyhole. Ah, okay. So it's uh, not just a decorative slab. Or something. Mm -hmm. okay. And the doorknob and keyhole are brass or something? No, the whole thing is made out of marble. They're marble too. Odd. And the hinges? Are they on the inside yeah. or the outside? They're on the outside, but once again, they're also made out of marble. Hmm. I am not so sure that this is a real door. I mean, look at it. It's all made out of marble. It's like well, once we find the marble key, we can put this to rest. I suggest maybe we look through his uncle's things. I um, bet the key is in one of these bottles of wine. Ah. So we oh, will have to drink them all. Oh, yes. Yes, there will be a noble quest. It's a drink. How did they say in the United in the Americas? Uh, eeny, meeny, <laughs> miny, mo. <laughs> and Renee takes that bottle off of the shelf. <laughs> 1874. No, that's after the, the, the wine problem. 1834. Well, I'll do my part in finishing this class, and then I think I'm off to bed. I do my best writing in the morning, so... It's chilly down here anyways. Mm, yes. I, that fire is still going upstairs. And what you call the room with the fire? The room to be in? The uh, great room? <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. Well, after you. Merci. And so, and I will again pull the same stupid trick where I will linger with him and try and talk to him a little bit, and I'll say, uh, "From what I'm hearing from Anne Marie, your uncle was a very hard sort of man. Not the sort of person in your family I would expect. I mean, you seem such a jovial, generous sort. Did you know your uncle well? Uh, I did not. My He's my, my father's brother, but they never seem to get along very much. I, I rarely saw Jacques. Well, maybe it was because your father had good reason. It does not seem that uh, your uncle was well-liked. Well, many siblings do not like each other. We don't get to choose who we are born with. True, true. Yes, but you can choose your friends. We, and I think we have all chosen well. 
I could have done better. <laughs> I'll, pat, I'll pat them both on the back. Come on, let's go open that bottle before the others. Can, uh, I, I do have a question it. for you. Uh, what uh, What is uh, Anne Marie's uh, surname? Oh, her surname. It is. I have it written It is Carré. Oui. So it would seem that the Carrés and the uh, and the uh, Beaumonts are not so uh, friendly. No, no, they are. They are not. I, I understand from Anne Marie that their that their families had quite the falling out. Well, we will do our part so that uh, perhaps we can all get past such history. And uh, you and Anne-Marie can have a, uh, a happy union and a, a beautiful wedding day with both families coming together and putting such darkness behind them. Uh, do you know where her uh, parents went when they left this estate? Are they far away? Well, they, they moved um, down to Verdun. Ah, city mice. So they are the Montague and you are the Capulet, and we must bring them together without so much as a sword fight or poison wine. Yes, that would be the <laughs> ideal way. Like, we could not have picked a more, <laughs> a, 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 better, a better story to draw an analogy from, my friend. <laughs> We're all going to die. Such a tragic romantic. <laughs> Uh, it's definitely it's time to switch from brandy to wine. Well, you see, my uh, mother despises my girlfriend merely because she is poor. It is not that the families hate each other for generations. I I don't know about any of you. I have completely avoided that uh, getting tied up to somebody. Actually, I feel that it is not fair to them. I'm a sculptor. I spend far too much time sculpting. It would not be fair to a bride. That's cool. I'm sure your sculptures appreciate your time. Ah, who cares? I, I appreciate my time. So, Gaspar, you have been trying to work on... I'm sorry, monsieur. What did you say? Gaspar, I was wondering what you were trying to work on despite the difficult cold season we have had. I, I want in many ways to do something different than what uh, so many sculptors uh, have done before. Uh, in the same way that the Impressionists are, are, are trying to paint new things. Oh. I want to sculpt new things, but uh, it is difficult. What have you uh, been working in? Have you been working in clay and stone? I've dabbled some in stone, but stone is a lot hard to work with. Um, I usually work in clay first, and then I, I, I transform into, into stone to do the same thing. Uh, I'm not sure if, if is Rodin around yet. I mean, that's, that's already probably, it's actually probably last century, isn't it? I, I think that, that he was close to the turn of the century. Yeah. Monsieur Rodin, now there is a master, a master mm. sculptor, and of course, 
he is doing something very different. His emergent style of, of, uh, of sculpting is uh, quite compelling. But I still want to do something, something more abstract, something more, how you say, uh, inventive. From the mind, not just the eye. We oui. something that evokes a strong feeling rather mm. than just somebody looking at it and going, oh, yes, that's a nice, that's a nice bust of uh, Napoleon or some stupid thing mm. like that. Mm. I want them to either go, my God, I feel love in my heart, or they go, my God, I must get out of the room now. <laughs> <laughs> This is why I, I uh, have uh, traveled so much, because I feel that all of the eyes of Europe are jaundiced. I want to see like a wild man. But lately, I want to see like a wild man. Ah, ah, ah. Not with boxes and everything cut up, but something alive, fresh. Oh, well, you could have seen plenty of men like that in the war. Uh, I was fortunate enough to be spared that terror. Good night, gentlemen. My character gets suddenly very morose and just kind of goes to bed. Tristan. And I will mutter to myself in French. He is muttering in French. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm staring deep into my, my glass of wine and have a faraway look on my face as well. <sighs> oh, Sebastian, is something keeping you down, my good man? Oh, you know, sometimes the memories of, of the psalm, the battles, our friends, Sometimes they stay longer than we want them to. Yes, that is. And with, with the muse gone, it eats at my soul more. And I, I feel it needs to come out. And hopefully here we can have that. You have a, an amazing studio. It will be good to paint with you again, my friend. Yes. I found that it helps me to, to get my mind off of it too, Sebastian. I hope that we can find solace together. Do you still see anybody from, from the regiment? Not as much as before. As we grow older, as old men at 24, our friends that haven't made it this far and those that we lost then it's hard to keep in touch. The memories yes. are bad. To last friends, Sebastian. And to friends still remaining. Salut. But now let's talk about better things. Ah, it was a long trip. I'm going to go to bed also. You're it's enjoying it. Bonjour. Bonjour. Bonsoir. That's good morning. Bonsoir. Good evening. Au revoir. Au revoir. Au revoir.
who's, who's still left in the room, just the, the three of us? Yeah, and I uh, having basically had my parents bought me out of the war. This kind of conversation always makes me feel uh, shallow and useless. So I'm going to toss off the rest of my drink and toss my smoke into the fire and bid you adieu. I do. Good night, my friend. See you in the morning. So, again, alone, my friend. Your wife, yes. Your wife-to-be is very beautiful. She reminds I thank you. Me. Yes, how is Monique doing? She is doing good. Yes, it has been so long. And here she is, and I open up my pocket watch and see. Oh, as beautiful as ever. Yes. It keeps me grounded. She is my, my anchor, my rock. And I think that you'll be very happy with Emery especially in this house with this giant studio, my friend. Yes, I thank you. I, I certainly hope so. Well, I think I shall retire as well. It is very okay. good to see you. And to see good you. to see you too. Thank you for coming. Good night, my friend. Give good night. And off to bed. All right, so as all of you head up to your rooms, um, is anybody going to do anything before they go to bed? I may um, grab the bottle of wine that was left on the table. I'm going to open the windows, get a good look outside. I'm going to leave the windows open so I get a lot of night air in. Um, yeah, and just... Uh, Go to bed and hopefully have some inspiration overnight. And we're we're in the south of France, correct? Right in June. In June, yeah. So I will definitely open my window as well. And, and if there's like a little balcony, I'll step out onto it and smoke one last pipe before I I go to bed. Yeah, I think I've got a couple of contemplative smokes in me, uh, as well as the fear that the uh, beautiful summer air is not going to do anything about my inability to paint worth a damn. Is it still raining at all or is it just... Uh... It's subsided. And the moon. Probably hear insects, crickets, and stuff like that. Yep. Oh, my gosh. And if I, I see any of them sticking out of their sitting on their balconies, I'll just... So, so as the as night moves on and all of you just one by one drift off to sleep, will everybody make listen rolls? I'm sorry, listen? Listen. Oh, eight. Eighty-nine. Ninety-five. I'm sound asleep. I actually make that. Hey! Nineteen. <laughs> I had to double check. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Gaspar and Tristan, in the middle of the night, you guys hear um, a clamoring downstairs, like something being knocked over. Oh, oh boy. I, I hop out of bed and uh, put on a dressing gown and, and, uh, there is there electricity in this house? Yes. 
So I uh, I turn on the light and I uh, look out the door. And you, unfortunately, I grab the pistol from under my pillow, and you know, kind of go out into the hallway, you know, holding it down but at the ready, and you know. And if I see him, then I just I I say, "Did you hear that? What was that?" And I'll just hold my hand up and to you know motion for him to be quiet and just try and keep listening. Yeah, I'm sort of mouthing. You you think it's robbers? So I sort of I I'm coming out with him, but I'm being really quiet. We hear anything else? Um, no. Let's go see what there is. What time is it? If we go sneaking around in the dark, we could be the ones shot. Mistaken for robbers. Is it it dark or have they left some? Um, There is, as you kind of reach the grand staircase, there is some light filtering into that sitting area from the painting room. We can creep up to there at least. Perhaps he is painting. Perhaps he's painting. I'll put the pistol in my pocket mm-hmm. and uh, go over so we can at least look down the stairs to where the lit area is. And as you as you look down the stairs, you, you see a shadow kind of pass along the um, in the light, but it, it disappears. Like somebody walked through that room and then exited it. But we didn't hear any footsteps? No. Well, I'm Maybe he fell into his earth. We, we, we should check at least. Um, should we call out then? Well, we don't want to wake anybody else. I'm, I'm going to go down the stairs. I'm kind of assuming that he got up and needed to paint, and he's just in there painting. He might have knocked something over. Uh, um, this house, are we out in the country? Yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm, I might assume that there's no robbers for 20 miles and then you're right out of here. Uh, besides what they do in that room, they just find paint. And stuff. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm almost assured that there's nothing going on. I'm just going to walk down there and see if, he's, if, if everything's okay. All right. And as you round, round the corner, the room is empty. And there seems to be a stand with with paints and turpentine that has been thrown to the floor. And standing on an easel in the center of the room is a painting you did not see earlier. What's in the head? Both of you make a sanity check for me real fast. Yeah, twist time. Come here, look at this. What in the hell is this? Uh, I failed by seven points. Oh boy. I roll an 07. I'm barely phased. But who has done this? All right, Gaspard, if you're going to, can you lose just two points for me? Okay. This is not his style of painting, this is nightmarish. And as you, as you look at it, I mean, you, you notice two oh. things. The first is above her head is that symbol that you saw etched into the door. 
And two, you can't help but shake the feeling that Something whoever painted this seems to be following me. And that it seems you just get the impression that somehow this is Anne Marie. Anne Marie after she's eaten far too much food. Wow. Once again, the the paint has been spilled over. There is turpentine leaking out onto the floor, and nobody is around. There's no signature on it either, right? No. I well, what the hell is somebody in the house painting? This is not the Black Renee's work. I'm going to pick up the turpentine and the paint, uh, put them upright. Was that canvas lying on the floor? No, it was upright. Is there um, are sheets to cover things? Yes. I will, uh, if I covered this, would it damage the paint? Is it that fresh or? It is that fresh. It is still wet. Okay. So I won't cover it then, but. Uh, Should we go upstairs and get Renee? Uh, once, I, once I finish cleaning up the mess and I have it upright, I'm just going to turn it so it's facing the wall. Because <laughs> I saw the uh, dark effect it had on my friend. Um, and it's not a flattering picture of Anne-Marie. And I'm not sure who painted it because as, as Gaspar as you're saying, it doesn't seem like his style and he's obviously not here. Um, you know what? Let's go back to bed, tell our friends and we can bring it up at breakfast. If there is something going on, like someone coming in and painting, I mean, perhaps we're not the only guests. Perhaps there's another painter that didn't receive an invitation who's, you know. Perhaps Anne-Marie is painting it too. This could be her work. Maybe she's not a very good artist. It's very disturbing. I wouldn't say it's not bad. I mean, it it did disturb you, yes? Yes. If it it disturbed you, it made you feel. And if it made you feel, it's good. My own words come back to haunt me. Maybe (laughs) this is exactly what I've been trying to do with uh, sculpture. Uh, it's late and I'm tired. Uh, maybe I'm just tired. Uh, I'll have to take a little better look at it in the morning. I don't know if that will help, but let's all look at it again in the morning. <laughs> Perhaps if we're lucky, whoever began this will come and finish it. So, yeah, we go back upstairs. We'll go back upstairs. All right, and as you go back upstairs, the rest of the night passes by uneventfully. Oh, and before I leave part, I go, Angus Barr. We. Oui. Thanks for not asking about this. And I show him the revolver and I put it back away. It is those times. Uh, and I, uh, I go back to bed, but I lay there for about 20 minutes thinking about those eyes before I fall asleep. All right. And bright and early, the sun starts to shine into all of your rooms at around 7.30. I will have probably gotten up before that and and started writing as soon as I got any kind of sunlight into the room. Uh, I'd like to write the first act of the play that I've been stuck on. 
this, and I'm going to attempt it to see if perhaps I can finally find the the words to get the uh, the first act done. All right, and as you start typing, you find that, in fact, yes, you can start. Okay, and I like words are finally coming to you. All right, then I will start my latest play, which is called "The Bomb That Saved the World." And uh, I go downstairs. Uh, I get, get dressed. I clean up, get dressed, and go downstairs. And uh, uh, I guess I kind of expect, since they're servants, that there will be coffee or tea or whatever yes. waiting. And I'm also looking for Renee. And if he's not down there yet, then I'll just I'll wait for him. All right. As soon as the sun disturbs my evidently very deep sleep, uh, I'm going to lean out the windows and take in the landscape and the fresh country air, and then, yeah, go downstairs in search of coffee and breads. Ah, oh, bonjour, Francois. Bonjour. It is a beautiful day outside, is it not? Oui. How did you sleep? I like a rock. I don't remember a dream. I did not stir. His bed is firm, the comfort warm. Many people. Uh, we, uh, uh, Tristan and I, we both woke up in the middle of the night. We heard something down here. And uh, uh, there is a, uh, a new painting in, uh, in Rene's gallery, but... Uh, I'd like to wait until he comes down and we'll, we'll discuss it with him. It's rather, rather uh, expressive. Oh, something, I mean, there are many new paintings and he's been working very hard. It's something yes. we did not see yesterday. No, I think he painted it last night or somebody did. Perhaps, perhaps Anne-Marie is a painter as well, but uh, I did not like this painting. It disturbed me very badly. Uh, I, I, it disturbed you, oh, how? Is it the subject matter inappropriate? Or? It was uh, it was unexpected. Uh, oh. uh, uh, you will see it later, but uh, we shall wait for Rene because I'd like him to perhaps. You know, I think that is right, but I am intrigued. I don't what? think much disturbs you. It it is in his room. We heard uh, some noise. I, I cannot understand why uh, he was not there. It is a quite a mystery. Well, it happens to me sometimes in the middle of the night. I have an idea. I want to make a sketch or a quick paint before the, not of course in the last year, but in the past. That is what we thought. But mm. when we went down there, we heard a noise. We, we were asleep. We heard a noise. Uh, some uh, turpentine and some uh, some supplies had fallen to the floor. I assume he knocked them down. The light was on, but uh, we found no one there. Just a strange painting. Hmm. Uh, Just between you and me, Gaspar, do you know where Anne Marie is staying in the house? So I imagine one of the rooms. Hmm. I wouldn't be uh, in this in this modern age. Uh, I would not blame them if they slept together before the marriage. I mean, we're not all uh, so religious, you know. She has a ring. Yeah. 
Well, I heard nothing except in the night some insect. Well, I hear uh, when I got up just now, I heard Tristan upstairs typing away on his uh, typewriter. Let's hope he discovers what it is he is trying so hard to tell us. Uh, Bonjour. Oh, Rene. Rene. Good morning. How was how was your sleep? Interesting. Interesting. Yes, mon ami. Uh, so, is Anne Marie a painter as well? No, 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 no. Her art is in the garden. Really? And were you up last night painting late? Not that I recall. Then we have a true mystery. Oh. And what would that be, Gaspard? Uh, Tristan and I woke up in the middle of the night. We heard a noise in your studio. Uh, some uh, turpentine and had fallen over and there was a new painting. It is in the Ranat now. We, uh, we, uh, I must admit, we had to turn it away from the door because it uh, quite frightened us. Very strange, very strange painting. Well, where is this painting? Let us, let us go. Enjante. Right. That's not what happened. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, my, my French, you know, it's not so good. I'm only born in France and I speak French, really. So. <laughs> And so he he goes in there and kind of pulls the painting out. So now if Francois, if you want to make a sanity check for me. Try not to look it directly in the eyes. It's, it's very strange. I, I got a 12, so I'm well within reason. All right, so you're fine. Strange as it is, okay. Uh, I, well, you see. It's obvious, the archway with the uh, markings, the same as downstairs. Uh, yes, I, I, I see that, this is. So this is the woman who lives behind the doors that has no key. And you see like the color starts to like bleed out of his face. You have a ghost? He just goes white. Do, have you seen some things like this before, Rene? I Yes. Last night, in fact. Uh, you have in, a dream. In my dream. You are the first sleep painter. What tell me in the dream? What comes from uh, the woman's mouth? I know she just started walking up to me and I called out to her, but she, she wouldn't say anything and she just got closer and, and her eyes, they were glazed over. Uh, and she opened her mouth and this thing started crying. Oh, Rene, have you, let's uh, come away and sit. We'll have coffee and talk. We. Oui. So you are somnambulist. You walk around in your sleep, painting yeah. strange pictures. I, I don't know. Bah, it is a nightmare. Leave it at that. Perhaps you have come across a new style that will uh, change the way people look at paintings forever. Yes, and also I can scrape the paint off this and use the canvas for something fresh. Yes, yes, I believe we should 
we should do that. I don't. Do you said that the woman approached you in your dream? Do you know who this woman was? It was Anne Marie, who's the woman in my dream. Uh, somehow, it, 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 there is a resemblance, even though it is such a primitive mess. Ah, bonjour, Sebastian. He comes down the stairs. I can't hear you, Sebastian. You must talk louder. <laughs> <clears throat> sorry, sorry. My apologies. <laughs> there was something stuck in my throat. Good morning, my friends. How are you? How did you sleep? It is a long story, but uh, we tell him. <laughs> oh, you have been painting in your sleep, my friend. Apparently. Well, let's see this one. Marion, as you go take a look at it, if you'll make a I sanity roll. I don't want to look at it again. We should go up and fetch, uh, fetch Tristan. If uh, we're going to have coffee and breakfast and stuff. I passed 63 of 90. I'll, I'll go up and get him. I'll go up and knock on his door. Hmm. When I hear the knock at the door, where I am I with the scene? I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> well, I don't know. You, you are almost all the way done with chapter one. Okay. Um, Bonjour, Tosia. Come in. So we, are all, we are all up and ready. We're sitting downstairs. Believe it or not, uh, Rene says he, he, he did not paint it, nor did uh, Anne-Marie. Uh, but uh, we are thinking that maybe uh, he is painting in his sleep. Well, that's easy to do. Check his fingers. And I, yeah. I don't even look up from the keys. <laughs> like, but his fingers, they may be painted all the time. Well, the paint would still be wet from last night if he was painting in his sleep. Check his bed covers then. He wouldn't have gone to bed with paint on his fingers. You are a very wise man. You're, you're... I write mysteries sometimes. <laughs> and again, I don't even look up from... I'm not leaving the keyboard <laughs> until I finish the scene because I've been so... Drought stricken. I said, I do not mean to be rude, but I will need another 10 minutes. If you would be a deer and perhaps fix me a cup of coffee so that it's set when I get down there. What do I look like, your servant? All right, of course I would. Rene, may I look in your bedroom? I want to check and see if the uh, sheets on your bed have wet paint on them. What? If you are painting, I don't know why I'm yelling across the. If you are, if you are painting in your sleep, perhaps you have wet paint on your bed sheets. Oh uh, yeah, yes, yes, please, please do. So I'm gonna go into his room and look at his bed sheets. Do I see anything? Um, yes. Ah. So I come downstairs looking all. Yes. Apparently, you are a somnambulist. Or blood. <laughs> he said he saw something. He didn't say what it was. Well, it wasn't red. It was the color of the. Yeah, it was paint. Okay. I said, ha you. It is you. It was me. We. Oui, you have paint on your bed. Oh. It was Tristan's idea. He wants another 10. Oh, I've got to take him up coffee. Well, one, of the, one of the servants can do that, Gaspar. That's it. 
I, I come trotting down. I'll have uh, I'll have finished by now. I'll have cut it short. Uh, After all the screaming, and the screaming down the stairs, the bedrooming investigation all took some time. Couple of minutes. Sorry for being yeah. late, but uh, the muse finally found me, so I did not want to waste the uh, the morning. Well, apparently the muse is strong here because he's getting a uh, he's getting Rene to paint in the middle of the night. Is it just me, or does that that look like the doorway down in the wine cellar? Actually, we're more me. There's there's two parts to the mystery so far. There is the beautiful young lad, uh, lady, and and the strange door. Uh, who uh, I believe the man who let us in was named Roger. Uh, oui, uh, uh, Roger uh, Boulet. Is he Rocanet? Uh, has he been on the staff the longest, or who is the oldest caretaker? Yes, he he has been on the staff staff the longest. Uh, so, if anyone knows about this door, he might be. He is the butler mm-hmm. in charge of the bottles downstairs. So. And the all butler right. would be entrusted with all the keys in the house. We. Oui. And uh, is Emery joined us? No. Uh, Renee. Yes. Would you mind if I examined you? You are, if you are getting up in the night to paint when you're supposed to be sleeping, that might explain why, and forgive me, you do have a very tired look about you, my friend. Oh, Uh, do I? Hmm? Do I? He starts feeling at his his face. I noticed it yesterday. Um, I do have... And I'll lean in. I said, my medical bag with me. If you needed a sedative, perhaps a good uninterrupted night of sleep might help clear your head. You seem a bit fogged, my friend. Oh, well, that would be apparently if I'm painting such monstrosities at night, a sedative might be, might be nice. So you don't like it? No. Well, it reminds you of this dream that you found so disturbing. Right. Oh, he dreamed. You dream this? Yes. Yes, I dreamed that Anne Marie walked up to me. Her her eyes glazed over, and this thing started crawling out of her mouth. And but surely, I woke up Renee, this morning. But surely, Renee, you are no stranger to nightmares. No, but not of this sort. And that, please. Let us say that it is not a bad thing. It is a different thing, and it might lead to something. We are artists, you know. This might be the the beginning of something new. Well, I'm sorry that you don't like it, because it it obviously invokes strong images from the rest of us. This is some powerful work. Unsettling, but... I I don't like it, but... uh, I don't like everything I see. No. I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna say. Well, let's give you a once over, and then perhaps the strongest thing I can prescribe is a uh, walk with your friends in the sun and a picnic somewhere. Oh maybe, yes, that, that sounds lovely. You can work on something outside. Uh, I'd want to work on my watercolors outside anyway. Um, so let me let me take a look at you. All right, roll a medical. And, yeah, my medical's not as good as my first aid. I'm more of a field medic. 
And being Tristan, he rolls a 91. But I will push it. Okay. In this case. Um, and I will basically say, you know, I need to do a bit, bit of thorough, more thorough, you know, uh, examination because I'm a little out of practice since the war. Just don't put an eye out. And this one I will make. Excellent. So, as you as you look up, look him over, um, you notice that uh, he looks like he's suffering from chronic fatigue. Um, Long standing. You think that he could just collapse at any at any moment? Oh wow! So, and he seems like he also hasn't eaten in a while. <laughs> okay. Um, but none of us noticed last night that he wasn't eating at dinner. Right. Yes, we were too busy talking to him. I'm going to say, my friend, it, it, it looks like you have... I've seen men in a very similar condition as you, and I, I must tell you, you are quite near to collapse. Um, you, have, you are borderline malnutrition, dehydration, exhaustion. If I were to examine you during the war, we'd remove you from the front. We oh. uh, exhausted. He's not getting enough sleep. Oh, I haven't said this in front of anyone but him. Oh, okay. Uh, this is I for his. You all there. No, no. I'm, I'm, I'm a doc. Well, I'm not a doctor, but you know, I, I don't want to embarrass him. I don't oh, know. Please. I didn't. I didn't know please. what would what we would find. We are autists. We're not doing. I'm not looking people. at. I'm not doing this <laughs> prostrate in front of you guys. Um. Because the push roll involved in stepping into a private yeah, water closet. Yeah, the push roll was getting rather intimate. Uh. Um, I'll say I can prescribe some vitamins. I can uh, give you a sedative to help you sleep. But I think maybe a day or two away from the canvas, uh, a nice nap out in the fresh air, um, some, some hearty soups or a stew. Something light on your stomach, easy to digest. Definitely um, limit yourself to like one glass of wine a day, at least for the next few days. I, I am concerned. Well, thank you. Thank you, Tristan. Is there anything I, I, you want to talk about? I mean, perhaps we can all talk together. Yes, maybe maybe some fresh air will be will be good. Okay, I'm gonna come out and I'll say, you, why don't you finish, you know, pulling yourself together? I'll summon the uh, I'll summon everyone, and we can start out. Find a nice spot that we can have a long talk. Work on some, you know, we can you can relax and we can all paint and you can critique us. We've seen so much of your work. Uh, it's only fair you criticize some of ours. Yes, but that that sounds like fun. Okay, I will go out and I will inform my friends. I said, our friend is not well. Mm -hmm. I said, he is, he is suffering from exhaustion. Uh, he has not slept. He is not eating. Uh, he, he could well collapse. If <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm not really sure what's holding him up at this point. I've convinced him to take it easy. We're going to have a picnic somewhere we should all bring our art if we can and uh to distract him from his own art i feel that he may be uh he may be in the grips of something but if he is uh 
if he is not getting a good night's sleep and uh, he's getting up and walking about and painting paintings, yeah, perhaps. I wonder if there's something we can do uh, to help him. Uh, well, uh, some soups and broths, limit his wine, get him to not work for a few days and catch up on his sleep could do him a world of good. You're saying limit his wine? One a day. One, one bottle? I know it's barbaric, but one glass. His blood pressure is oh. quite low. And the, the, the red wine will thin his blood and make him more susceptible to fainting. Oh, so you're saying this is very serious. I would not limit a man to one glass of wine a day if it wasn't very serious. Should we... Um, this is going to sound quite strange, but should we tie him to the bed so he does not get up in the middle of the night? Stare at you for a minute. Well, I don't mean to. I don't mean to imprison him. But sometimes, if you put perhaps a you cannot, bell, you cannot tie a man to a bed without his consent. Well, no, with his consent. If he needs to go to sleep, we uh, you can tie a bell around his foot so that it wakes him up when he gets out of bed and it starts making noise. That 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 may that would have been better as your first thought. <laughs> I've had I've had three coffees, two cigarettes, and three rolls at this point. Um, I got down ahead of the crowd, uh, and I'm going to uh, excuse myself and go uh, into the studio um, because I, if he hasn't been sleeping for a long period of time, I wonder if there are other strange canvases that are Ooh. draped or otherwise. Brilliant not seen. I'm, I'm going to hang back a minute and speak to Tristan. Okay. Yeah. Um, so Keeper, an inspection yeah. of the studio. I'll, I'll just follow uh, Donche. So as you two go into the studio, both of you make spot hiddens for me. Ooh, 07. 42 for 59. So I made it. I'm not wanting to see anything scary, but so as you start, and yet you showed up tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Shows up to call up with you. I don't want to see anything scary, you know. Um, moi, but moi. <laughs> um, as you start just flipping through just the canvases that are stacked up, there's a lot of landscapes. Um, and you notice that tucked away towards in the back, kind of mixed in with the, with the canvases are more portraits. And he doesn't paint a lot of portraits and all of these, they seem to be of various servants um, that you've seen already, just various people around. Um, but they're, the color of their skin seems off to you. You do a lot of painting, it's, it's very green. Like very, very, he's painted very sickly looking individuals but the paintings are are uh competent they're not as dashed off as the thing that he made while he was asleep or are they also primitivist they seem to be at the further you get the closer they are to the front of the paintings the more primitive they are ah you can see it developing here any more sign of the of the 
uh, arch with the mysterious keystone. Um, you, as you're now looking for that, in the painting he's currently working on. The large landscape he showed us? Yes. Uh-huh. Kind of tucked off into the corner. Seems to be these, these um, stones, these pillars. Yeah. And here? Huh? And as you, and you kind of study this, you start to notice that the pillars have that little symbol in them as well. Oh. It's a monomania. He did not seem to be obsessed with this doll downstairs. We were more interested than he, but it is in his mind. You know, I wonder if he is taking any drugs. Hmm. Uh, uh, there are stranger things. I have money now. I look at him, he's pale. He's not mm -hmm. sleeping well. Mm-hmm. There's every reason to be happy, and yet his hands flutter. Oh, well, they say money does not buy happiness. I would like to test that theory for myself, but... Mm. Well, so, we are after, maybe we have this um, nice picnic, uh, and he is a little calm. We will show him some of these other paintings. See, is he remember none of them? Is he painting half the time and, and knows nothing? He needs to sleep. He needs to sleep. I say that we tie him to the bed. We put a rope around his foot and a rope around the bottom of the the the, the, the bed. And then if he gets up, he can't get out. He uh, wakes himself. And he falls down and hits his head. Alters don't use a brain, they use a heart. Well, let's well. um, see. Let's see if we can get the uh, butler, Roger, to see about the key and uh, arrange a picnic for the group of us. We, no? I have a compulsion to look at that painting again, the one from last night. Can I roll a power roll to see if I can resist it? Sure. Yeah, I resisted it. Okay. <laughs> But as, as, you, as you walk by, you just you think of those eyes. Uh, yeah. And even though the canvas is turned to the wall, you feel like they're still looking at you through the canvas. And I kind of want to make sure that they look the way I think they look again, but I'm not going to. It's a very difficult compulsion to resist. The other paintings, uh, the subjects look diseased, but, they, but um, the paintings themselves didn't instill the kind of terror or disgust that yeah. I'm really did, right? Okay. But there's a progression toward it. Towards it, yep. Thanks. Okay. And so as you guys go off to find the butler, um, Sebastian say back with, with Tristan. Uh, Tristan, a moment, please. Of course. Do you think it is the war? I think it, it could well be the war. Um, we've all had trouble dealing. Um, it, it, none, it has been easy for none of us, my, myself included. I have used my art to try and get pieces of my soul back. 
it hasn't been quite so successful. I think maybe he did find solace in it, but you know, there's a, there's a darkness to all of us now and perhaps it's overtaking him. I think he may be too close to it. I'm not a, I'm not, a, I'm not a psychiatrist, but I've, I've many friends who are having a very hard time. Yes, I stayed and spoke with him briefly last night. He asked how some of our friends were from the, from the regiment. I didn't have the heart to tell them that they have taken their lives and fallen into drink, opium, heroin, heroin, anything to to make the nightmares go away. But this, maybe his nightmares are coming on the canvas. Well, I did examine him, and question for the keeper: Did there he did? It didn't, I didn't find any evidence of drug use, did I? You did not. I said, I, I don't think he's indulging in anything stronger than wine and a lovely young lady. Um, so there is that. I think we should keep a, a very close eye on him. Oh, <laughs> we should. We should. All right. But again, he agreed to take the day lay in the sun, have a nap, watch us work, and then critique our work. I think it would be good for him to get away from it. I think it's very good that we're here around people. I mean, you know, uh, none of us back from the war need time, too much time to ourselves, lost in our own thoughts. Precisely. Yes, I think we should definitely do everything we can to cheer up our friend. I'm wondering if we should search his room for a gun. Not that it would matter, a rope or a knife, if he was serious, even a razor. Yes. Well, we all do like our razors. <laughs> uh, let's not go there. <laughs> let's, let's, not, let's not be so intrusive in, on our friend. But again, let's... <laughs> I pat you on the shoulder. Let's watch and uh, make sure that he stays safe. I agree. All right, Gaspard and, and Francois, you're going to find the butler? We. Oui. It's not too hard. You just flag down one of the servants who always seems to be doing something, and he goes off, and, and a few minutes later, he comes. Ah, Monsieur Voulet. No, what can I do for you? Uh, you have been uh, you have been at the, this house for quite a while, yes. Uh, yes. How old a gentleman is this? He seems to be in his fifties. So he's the only. Uh, well, again, I guess Rene wasn't here much at all when Jacques was alive, but he's the only servant I knew. Right. Um. Uh. uh one thing is, uh, we have decided to have uh, a painting al fresco uh, this midday. So if you could uh, uh, direct the staff to prepare a picnic lunch for the group of us, some cold bird or ham perhaps. But also, 
uh, yesterday we were shown in the wine cellar and there is a strange uh, marble doorway. Has you, have, do you know what is behind this? The door? No, that, that leads... No, I don't... I don't know. So in... I was never allowed back there. He... Ah. Jacques, Jacques was a man of interesting tastes. So Monsieur Jacques had the key and he used it, but you don't... You had never seen what is behind that door. No, I've tried every key after he died. Ah, so you don't have the key. No, it's probably in, in a lockbox that he left in town. Can I uh, do a psychology roll on him to see if I think he's lying? I'm so glad you said that I was joking. I got a double zero, so apparently... <laughs> I oh, this man is the most trustworthy human yes, who's yes, ever walked is, on this planet. There is absolutely no question in my mind that... I rolled a 31 for 40, however. Yeah, he's... He's not he being... More. He knows more than, he, than he he's saying. Uh-huh. I'm really not interested in the door at all. <laughs> <laughs> You've just noticed he doesn't trim his eyebrows and they're just all <laughs> like caterpillars and you can't see. Uh, okay, so... Um, Roger is not the best source of information, uh, but I bid him to yeah ha- arrange for the picnic for us. No, of course. Uh, should I? Should I? I'm wondering if I could should recommend a beverage other than wine, as absurd as that is, for our alfresco painting. But if we're trying to keep uh, Renee from indulging, maybe we should all have. What do you drink in the country in France in the twenties? Dandelion tea. tea. Yeah, they can bring out tea. Yeah, something, something. Uh, Lemonade. Refreshing. It is summer. Lemonade. Yeah. Yeah, when the south, there could actually be lemons. Well, of course. We will have enough to A small table and some clay, so that I can sculpt. Of course. Well, let's see if we can find the others. They seem to be in a rather intimate conversation when we left. Yeah. We'll tell them what we know. Such as it is. But it is interesting that Jacques used that door. It has not been closed for 200 years. I told you, he's hiding all of his dead mistresses back there. Maybe they're not dead. Well, I think it's, he's been dead since January. They are dead by now. Maybe we should smell the door. <laughs> it has a lock. Sometimes it is better to left things behind locked doors to stay there. And on, a, and am I there for this conversation? Yeah, as they're walking, we oh, I'm going to say, "Well, look, you know, this isn't our house. We're guests here. Of course. Um, if anyone should be wanting to open the door or wanting to leave the door in peace, we should speak to Renee." And then I will mutter, "As long as we consider him to be of sound mind." Well, we spoke to Volet. He's an, a man of absolute impeccable 
uh, his word is bo his bond. He says he knows nothing about the door or any key. I believe him 100%. Anyway. I think he is capable of telling a lie. <laughs> but, but then again, you think I'm a good friend, so you're obviously no judge of character. <laughs> <my friend. laughs> and I, I just laugh and I pat him on the shoulder. I'm like, let's, let's, I, get, let's get our friend out into the sun on a blanket with a sandwich, some broth, and we'll, I'm eager to work on my watercolors, and, and, and hopefully the depth of my art will put him to sleep. So... I believe the butler is putting together everything we need. Wonderful. I'm uh, um, flipping through my notebooks and um, and uh, painting supplies in my little medical painting bag, eager to get out there and see whether I can hop on this muse train. We have not seen Anne Marie yet. I wonder if she does not try so early. I mean, I would think, or oh, perhaps she's already in the garden gardening. I, one would expect her in the garden. But I would think that she would join us for breakfast. Or... So I would the think she's no longer employed have, as a gardener. You know, her breakfast may have been before dawn. Well, hmm. You know, is she the mistress of the house or is she the lady gardener? But she, she has guests in the house. Well, well. Yeah, I think that they would... Uh, Perhaps they are not so good at the hospitality, but uh, I mean, we don't, we don't need to be entertained. We're lucky that we're we're getting some hot meals and an ample wine cellar. I forget what what's Renee doing right now. Right here, Renee, Renee, Renee is in deep thought in the kitchen. Okay, yeah, we're not talking like this in front of him. So. Right. So we'll pick him up and we'll get him out. We'll you know I'll grab a canvas, my my you know my bag with all of my art supplies, I will bring my medical bag hidden in it in case he has a bad nightmare and we need to sedate him. Um, You've got a big art bag. I have a hammer. Yeah, it's like one of those boxes with the satchel and the handle. Yeah, I, I have a hammer. We can sedate him with that. <laughs> well, yeah, that would solve, if we use it amply enough, it would solve all of his problems. Morgan, is Anne-Marie uh, well-spoken? Does she seem educated despite having worked as a gardener from the age of 14? Um, roll intelligence. Seventeen for eighty, so that's critical. She seems to be extremely well educated for being a gardener. Right. And the whole thing with her family having a feud with their family, if they were peasants, it seems unlikely, so. That's worth thinking about. I'll mention that to the fellows. She seems very well spoken. Like she went to a finishing school or she's not just, uh, I just did not see the uh, earth under her nails. Yeah, I would have said, between you and me, I would have said yesterday that uh, strange that he would marry someone who is a gardener. Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. Don't, don't but, judge too harshly. Love makes no sense. Uh, has, there's no rhyme or reason to it. This is true. Her family could have lost a fortune in, when the infestation killed the wine. And she is just the last uh, heiress. 
I was wondering. I was wondering if this was just an affair de cour, but uh, you know, apparently he loves her. She loves him. He wouldn't have given her a ring if he didn't love her. Ah, well, let's find Rene. Yes, and find this picnic. All right, is he up still? When we find him, is he still up for taking a walk to a nice sunny spot and setting out a blanket? Yes, yes, a a walk seems lovely. All right, so. I'm Rene. Well, one of us will stand close to him at all time in case he gets faint, because (laughs) as you said, that might be actually a distinct possibility. And, uh, I exchange a quick look with Tristan. Rene, tell me, is there a spot uh, on the grounds I would like a vista? I would like to see a rolling hills. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And in fact, that will take us right, right through the garden. Ah, many. You have to see it. It's so beautiful. So, would Anne Marie like to join us? Oh, she'll be out out in the garden. Ah, we can ask we can ask her there, as we thought. All right. And he goes and he opens up that door um, in the kit in the uh, dining area that Anne Marie had come in the night before. And as and you walk out that door, you um, sprawl out before you is this lavish garden. It looks like you could fit at least a few buildings in the in just the space that this takes up. And it is set in a giant circle. It appears to be a perfect circle with alternating rows of yellow and purple flowers going out and then dissecting it across, leading out from the door out towards the hills and then intersecting that is this, is this pathway. So a, a very sort of traditional French, you know. Formal garden. Yeah. Lots of symmetry and. Mm-hmm. Symmetry and yeah, color symmetry and everything. And then in the very center, there are four pillars set up at the center of this garden. And from this distance, you can see a what appears to be a fountain with some statues uh, ringed around it. Gaspar, does this uh, pillar remind you of the, uh, the painting that Rene was working on? With the symbol and the... You know, you see more than I see. I uh, I get lost interest in the door downstairs. I I did not see clearly what you were talking about. You said there were some marks. Now we've seen them in the paintings. Perhaps it is like an old family crest or or something. It's uh, not a symbol I have seen before. I think Rene seemed to say nothing about it, like it meant nothing to him. And yet he's painting it. So I mean, he's the not his conscious mind, but yeah, maybe in his uh, subconscious mind. Yeah. Is um is Anne Marie in the garden as we pass through it? As you as you pass through it, she's um you see her that at the fountain as you get close, and she's placing flowers in front of all the in front of all the statues. Hmm. Ooh. 
How many figures are there? So what you can see is ringing the fountain, there are six statues, five of which appear to be individuals in World War I French uniforms. And one appears to be a young lady um, dressed in, in work clothes, um, holding, holding a couple loaves of bread. And then, and then in the center of this, of this kind of still pool of water is a pedestal with another statue on it. And it looks to be in a crisp suit, his, hand, his hands kind of outstretched. A crisp suit, you said? Yes. And these are works in stone? Yes, they are all in marble. Gaspar, um, what do you think of these? Well, I would say since there are soldiers there, and uh, these do not look like the works of antiquity, but like uh, more modern works. Uh, they seem to, am, am I correct? They're, they're embracing more modern figures instead of... Yes, it's definitely modern. And then do you want to make a, a sculpting, a sculpture role for me? Ooh, wow. Uh, I got 37 out of 70. Um, as you get closer, you don't notice any chisel marks. They are very finely done. Uh, they have, uh, well, would have been chiseled out, and then uh, all of the marks have been smoothed very nicely with uh, by polishing the stone. They are exquisite. Rene, who did this work? Do you know? Oh, I, I don't. All, all I know is that uh, there's Jacques. And he points at the, at the center statue. Ah, so that is Jacques there. Whoever he hired to do this is uh, remarkable. Very good. Uh, reminds me of uh, the work of uh, Bernini. Uh, very, very, very perfect. Must have cost him a fortune. It was said that he was an unusual man, but to have a portrait of yourself in marble surrounded by others and a fountain at your home, it's, it seems less than, uh, he seems to lack humility. Oui. He had an ego. And the... Uh, the the, uh, the peasant girl with the bread, does she look familiar? Um, no. And no, the soldiers are nondescript? Yeah, the soldiers don't look familiar to anybody, but they all look unique. It is, it is an interesting... Are they all dressed more or less in the same sort of clothing? Um, in different um, levels of... There's one that's very, very crisp, like his uniform's very well done up. Another one that's very, like, loose... Um, some of them have like chains of what, like pocket watches or various personal items, but they are all unique. I would, uh, I guess, would you, would they all look like they're from the same period in history? Yes. Okay. And okay. they're very lifelike. Are they life size? They are life size. Very, very lifelike. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And and Jacques, you said he has his hands outstretched. Are they Christ-like? Are they? Mussolini-esque, or they, how do they go? He looks like, yeah, his hands outstretched, as, as you described, a very... Commandingly? Yep, yeah, commandingly, facing the house. 
And and is his statue a bit higher than the other ones? Yeah, his is on a pedestal. Okay, so and it's in the middle of the pool of water. It is a glorification of the man. He uh, really had a high opinion of himself. Yes. Yes, that would seem to be the case. Are any but, of the are any of the soldiers uh, carrying weapons of any sort, or are they just in uniform? Um, two of them are carrying rifles. It is an interesting composition. Uh, it seems a bit unbalanced, though. The one woman and the five soldiers, and then the Jacques there on top. Uh, I do not know. Uh, René, do you have any idea what he uh, meant by this? No. No, I wasn't there when it, would, when it was put up, but when Anne-Marie, when Anne-Marie makes her around back around we can ask her she was there ah it's within the last six years this is remarkable we do not know who this artist is who can make uh such a lifelike figure from marble we should uh, he should he should join us for this somehow we it it is not so incredible of course uh it's just a matter of work uh you look at the, the beautiful work by Rodin, and you can see that he leaves part of his pieces unfinished so that it is, it is as if they are merging out of the, uh, the rock. But some of the farther away from the rock, you get the more polished. But the, the artists don't do the polishing themselves. The bottom, they have students. They, they make the, them polish for hours and hours and hours. I've seen in the Louvre, they have the... A fish net made of marble that has been chiseled away very subtly and a soft fabric. There is, is no, there is, there is no, uh, no telling what an artist can do if he's given enough time. But if these are seven figures in less than six years, it must have been a team, and we know nothing. There's no signature. It could have been a team. But uh, more remarkably, is uh, the finer the art, the more expensive it is. Right. You know, the kind of art we see in the museum, like the Louvre and uh, the, the St. Peter's in Rome, the Vatican, you know, this is stuff done for emperors and kings, not for some man who... Uh, A shipping magnate. <laughs> what, uh, what countries did your, uh, does your uncle's a company where did they travel from and to oh all over the world all over the world and was, did he build the business or was it in the family before him yes he he inherited it from from my grandfather mm -hmm. did you know this man my grandfather um no. No, he passed before I was born. Please do. Uh, well, let's just get to the picnic. Or do we wait here for Emily? Well, we could have our picnic right here. There are benches or something, aren't there? Or Nah, but he had a promise to be a grand landscape. Oh. A vista. 
And as you're sitting there talking, you see Anne Marie is making her way around to where you're you are standing. Once again, placing a flower in front of each statue. Just a single flower, or, or a just a single flower. flower. So she has a bundle and she's putting them down. But now that you're closer, you see that there's kind of like a little stack in front of each of them. Hmm. Bonjour, Mademoiselle. Oh, bonjour. Uh, are you going to join us this morning? We're going to have a picnic. Oh, that sounds lovely. Come to admire the garden. It's beautiful. Perhaps you can tell us something about these statues. We, we uh, recognize Jacques there in the middle. Oh, yes. But who are the others in these figures? And she says, oh, I, I don't know. Hmm. Psychology or all. <laughs> <laughs> I have no psychology at all. But I got a 10. Yeah. And that, that is a pass with no training, a, I think so. Yeah, I got a 10 out of 20. So that's a half. Okay. No, she, she definitely knows who they are. Hmm. That was a psychology, was it? Yeah, that's yeah, psychology. I'll give it a try. I got a 48 out of 65. Oh, yeah, so you also get the impression that she is not telling the truth. Everybody has secrets. Um, well, then let's, uh, let's get to the picnic. Uh, Francois wants to find some place where he can see a vista. She's like, oh, yes, quite, quite this way. I'm sure Rene was already taking you there. I believe so. Uh, what? Uh, what kind of flowers was she putting down? Roses. Roses. And there are roses in the garden? Yes. So they were yellow flowers and purple flowers. Well, the, I guess the yellow ones had to be the roses. I don't think yep. there are purple roses. There, there weren't then, no. What was the purple? Lavender? Yeah. And those are the dominant colors or the exclusive colors? They are the exclusive colors. All right. Yellow roses are the most fragrant. And, and they're they are. Hmm? Sorry. Go on. Oh, I was, if you want to say something else, I was going to say you're going to keep walking out to the hill. Okay. And as you, as you kind of crest the hill, you get that vista you were looking for. Just lots of rolling hills. Beautiful ah, woodland. Okay, there you are. And as you, as you look around, you see that, um, that Rene has, has stopped kind of short behind you, and he's kind of just staring just very intently at the, back at the fountain. Ah. I, was, I was sticking close by to him just to make sure that he mm -hmm. doesn't faint or anything. What is it, my friend? So, oh. Oh, sorry. I'm just staring off into, into space. Uh, well, your wife is, well, to be is very lovely, so I can see why you would do that. But come join us. Come sit with us. And I sort of 
nudge him alone. Mm-hmm. All right, and as you go, you all sit down. The servants bring out your lunch, and that's where we're going to end it. Great. All right. Very nice. Bon soirée. Excellent. Okay. Let me go ahead and finish up real quick. Our players included Oscar Rios, David Gasway, Darren Pollock, and myself with Morgan Llewellyn as the Keeper of the Secrets. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to become a patron, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh together with all the members of our gaming club inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck, good gaming.